Hi everyone, Simon here. Hope all is good with you all. This is a quick apology message. Dom was recording these Ultimate Raven episodes, so three of them, Strangers with Candy, The Succession, and The Boys, and he did them all in one night, and I was going to leave Zoom on for him and record the audio and sort of, you know, then manipulate it and make it sound up to our normal audio standards. And unfortunately, I fell asleep on the sofa. Whoops. So completely my bad. Dom recorded the audio through some software that he had at work. And unfortunately, the audio quality isn't up to our normal Raven standards. And uh, it's completely my fault. I fell asleep. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry to all three of you, to Ed Harrison and to Chuck my sincere apologies the episodes are still awesome amazing content so please listen my apologies for the audio quality you know we take pride in our audio quality now that we actually know what we're doing so thank you apologies still great podcast episodes and content so I really hope you enjoy and thank you hello and welcome to the Ravens a movie and tv podcast where it's always 10 30 night it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard move on upstairs and settle in as tonight's tv show for debate is succession now i am joined by a legend of the discord raven superstar the one the only harrison harrison how are you my friend it's great to see you and i'm so glad you joined me on this episode Oh, everything's good. You might even say I'm the, uh, I'd like to call myself the founder of the Discord. Yeah, I, I like that. I'll go with that. <laughs> and, and you are an absolute champion. Like People put stuff in there and you're the first to reply. I love it. You're all over it day, day in, day out. So how's, how's it going? How's, how's the sunny states? Um, oh, things, are, things are good. A little bit of a different thing at, at work. We've been doing full remote for you know right around what, April you know 2020 um, then you know things kind of shift in some uh, leadership positions over the last month and now we're uh, we're back in three days a week so kind of okay. doing, doing shifted over to a hybrid okay so doing a bit of both so in and out two, yeah, two days which is out, not, three days in not terrible but I, I personally have a, about a 45 minute commute you know each uh, way so well, it's it's all it's largely highway, so the actual traffic isn't terrible. It's uh, you know it was a, it's a lot better just to have five days of you know working going from the uh, the bedroom over to the home office. <laughs> Are you allowed to pick the days that you go in? Um, no. So we we started Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, which is kind of weird. Um, and then starting next week, we're going to clean it up a little bit. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So at least you know it all be it all be consecutive. You know. Nice. That makes sense. That's good. Well, I'm glad you're here with me today, uh, and you're not working. Thank you so much for uh, agreeing to to jump on and for being an ultimate raven. And uh, we had a very select few of ultimate ravens, people who signed up. And essentially, for those that haven't listened to any of our other ultimate ravens episodes, our ultimate ravens um, could sign up to that tier on our Patreon and get me to watch three seasons of a TV show. And luckily, the the choice that Harrison made, which was Succession, had three seasons. So 
um, I, I was in quite a fortunate position in that I'd already seen succession. I was already in a, in a good place with that. So um, I, I feel like I had a good head start on Harrison's selection. So Harrison, tell us a bit about um, succession, maybe a little bit of a synopsis and kind of why you chose it. You know, I, I'm assuming you like it, but, but let's find out a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Um, so definitely for the, the three seasons thing did play, you know, a part into it. Mm. You know, I didn't want to give you something that, um, you know, was, was longer than three seasons necessarily, shorter than, you know, three seasons. I did strongly consider the first three seasons of Sesame Street. Um, each season, each season, if you look at the wiki, is about 120 episodes. So... I, how I many? How long are the episodes? I want to say probably about a half hour. I don't think we're talking hours, <laughs> yet, but it's PBS, so it, it could have been. But I did say double speed. <laughs> do you think I'd do it? <laughs> but yeah, so it, it just kind of fit, you know, the three seasons builds uh, quite nicely. And um, I got into it. I think I think it was in between season two and three. Um, so I had a, a fair bit to, to binge, which was, not, you know, nice when I started. And I actually got got into it listening to a um, – I've been a big uh, wrestling guy, like, the last uh, 20 years. Mm-hmm. And while the, the current product uh, largely is, is crap, um, at least the North American product, um, I still kind of keep up with it. I listen to, you know, some podcasts about it. And one of the people I listened to was talking about um, – you know this this show Succession that was that was quite good. That kind of ri- rivals what they think um, you know a uh, a version of what the real life kind of WWE um, Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, Shane McMahon, Triple H, just whole kind of family structure was with the kind of patriarchy you know over everything. The two um, children underneath the uh, you know brother in law or sorry, the son-in-law, you know, who marries in. And I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. Let me give it a shot. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was hooked. That's that's a really good, like, uh, bit of insight there, and a, a great way of framing it as well, because I, m- my experience of watching wrestling was, you know, w- when I was younger and of that kind of age, and I would watch it with um, Simon as, as well. And... Um, the kind of McMahon family and Triple H's involvement and all, all of those kind of things was very much sort of prominent when I was watching it. And I think has been up until probably now, really. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great way of framing it because uh, I, I thought, oh, maybe this is this program is kind of like the Murdochs and it's meant to be like the Murdochs because they're media moguls, aren't they? And they own so many different things and media outlets and newspapers and um, news channels, uh, theme parks, they've got everything, everything cruises. you can imagine. Don't, don't forget the cruises. The cruises as well, <laughs> yeah, the cruises and, and just the whole lot. It's just absolute, it's just money, 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 and they're billionaires. And it's so interesting watching uh, the life of these mega rich, super powerful people and how they just don't trust each other and how they all seem to hate each other. And it's it's just just continuous craziness and my like so m- the reason i had seen the show is my girlfriend had recommended me uh had watched all of it and recommended it to me 
over and over and over and over again. She said, you've got to watch it, you've got to watch it. It's brilliant, it's brilliant, it's brilliant, it's brilliant, it's brilliant. She kept saying it. She loved it. She loved the show. Watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. Um, and I hadn't watched it. And then I got a phone call from a friend of mine who I went to university with. And we're really, really good mates. And uh, we're very close. And he phoned me and said, oh, have you watched Succession? I said, no, I've never seen it. And he said, oh, you should watch it. So I said, okay. And I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> And girlfriend says it, you know, hundred times, you know, so, if you don't listen and somebody else does it. <laughs> that's exactly it. And I'm so sorry to my girlfriend. I, I owe her um, a massive apology because she, she'd been saying it for months and telling me to watch it. And, uh, yeah, I spoke to, to, to my friend once who had suggested it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I watched it. Um, but, yes. Sidebar, yeah. have, have you ever seen the, the film, I think it came out in 2006, um, called The Prestige? Uh, no, I haven't. No, it's just uh, I've been trying to get my brother to watch that for like I don't know the last uh, five years or so, and now I just need to, <laughs> now apparently I just need one other person to to go tell him, and then he'll go watch it. <laughs> it's a cool movie. It's about um, yeah, two English mag- magicians kind of in like the early 1900s, and they form a rivalry. Oh. If you get a chance, go uh, see it. I have seen it. I have seen okay. it. It's Hugh Jackman, isn't it? Yes, Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale. I have seen it. I'll tell your brother. Get your brother and, uh, on the phone. I'll tell him. To watch it. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a really good film. Really good film. So let's let's jump back to Succession then. So uh, as Harrison had mentioned, and as I I kind of mentioned a little bit, we have this media mogul family uh, called the Roy family. Um, starring kind of Brian Cox as Logan Roy. He's the head of the family. And mm. it's essentially about him stepping down and deciding who is going to take over the whole of the company. And it kind of starts off with um, his son, played by Jeremy Strong, Kendall Roy, being kind of like at the forefront of taking over. He's, he's going to be the one. He's like He's not the oldest son, but he's the one that's almost like the most clued up and He's been involved in the business since, you know, forever. And he's trying to make a deal and all, all these things that are going on and happening. And it just yep, goes from, which is just from, from craziness to, to batshit craziness in, in, in like no time at all. So t- tell us a bit more about that and, and what, what kind of you think about Kendall from the, from the, the early get go and his relationships with all his siblings. So he's got, got quite a few. So we've got Shiv, uh, Roman and Connor, they're the only siblings, aren't they? And then obviously Kendall. Yes, himself. at at the at the moment. Um, although I think at the end of <laughs> at the end of season three, there's the uh, possibility Connor brings up of uh, Logan trying to uh, recreate with a Mecca a Mecca root or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. At the moment, but yeah, Kendall. Yeah, we just uh, we hop right in. He's going to be the uh, the heir apparent, you know, to the company. And yeah. I, I think it's in that that very first episode that uh, Logan is like, "Nope, not uh, I'm not I'm not going anywhere. You guys are, uh, yeah, you, you're not you're not taking over." And um, you know, it's been a while since I've seen that that first season, but I think that that first season really is all about, you know, all about Kendall, as, as I uh, recall. He, you know, he's the he's the big storyline that kind of goes for the, 
the other two too. I, I kind of feel like Shiv, you know, Shiv gets season two and Roman is, you know, big in season three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm like season one is definitely about Kendall and his attempt at rise and, and kind of massive fall. Um, so we know that we find out that Kendall is uh, getting divorced or is, is divorced. I think he's already divorced and he, I, I feel like it's almost a running joke at this, but he never knows where his kids are. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> where are my it. kids? <laughs> Various yeah. points throughout the show. And, and yeah, just has, hasn't got a clue. And his ex-wife is still very accommodating of him and kind of looks, like looks out for him, looks after him. He's very nice to him. She's a very nice person. Um, but he is just an absolute, becomes an, an absolute mess um, as the storyline progresses. So when Logan Roy says he's the father, decides not to, to step down, I think is mostly based on the fact that Kendall fucks up a pretty big deal right at the beginning of the, of the yeah, episode. Yeah, I think it was, he was trying to acquire Vulture, I, I think, which was like, uh, I don't know, a smaller, I don't remember if it was like a newspaper company at the time uh, you know some i think i think they were kind of like a um like an online paper yeah like, that, that sounds right yeah i can't remember what they're called like the huffington post kind of thing yeah yeah very similar, sort of similar to that uh, and that yeah and he's kind of he's fucked up the deal and the, the like the the head guy of ultra has basically told him to to fuck off like give us more money or go away kind of thing yeah, um, and i think he offered i think is that why he fucks it up? Because I think he offers them way more money than, you know, than Logan would, uh, you know, approve of, essentially. Yeah, exactly. um, and that's that's kind of the, the, the big cock-up, isn't it? Is that he says, like, yes, gives them whatever, because he's trying to prove that he's, like, the man, and he can take over, and he can handle things. Uh, and actually, Logan goes nuts, because it's, it's yeah. not what he wanted at all. And quick um, with the jabs, I think it probably makes an in, something you know joke about him getting bent over the table, you know, no, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. And they're not nice to each other. This family do not like each no, other. No, I, I don't uh, think they are. It's not not really anybody. That's that's nice. Uh, we can get to that later. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so Kendall, very much the central figure. He has a drug addiction, um, and he's in recovery and when he's in recovery and he's kind of going through rehab and he's off the drugs he's just a bit of a nervous wreck he's just a continuous nervous wreck and doesn't know how to handle himself at all um it's so strange to to see and he's just not a confident character and then when he like later on we see like unfortunately he falls off the wagon and is taking everything like continuously he's just always on drugs um and he's just all over the place. Like the confidence is is scary overconfidence meets just bizarre like world. I remember his birthday party for some reason that episode really stands out because it was just insane and there was like a tree too, house. Too much birthday of, season three. Yeah. Yeah, that season, that season I just kind of rewatched over like the last two weeks. So that yeah, that episode's fresh off my mind. You have they literally like walk in through a birthing canal. And it, like birthed oh. into Kendall's world. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely a treehouse for the for the VIPs. You know, he's like, um, you know, this party, you know, kind of makes me look like an asshole. You know, and that was the one thing I didn't want it to look like an asshole. It's like you know, every song's supposed to be a banger. Yeah, it was. It was quite the uh, hullabaloo. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, and an awkward one to watch. But I mean, the whole thing is, is built in such a way that these people can just buy what they want and take what they want. But they're very kind of strict about it. And they're very linked to, to politics, as you, as you kind of would expect. Uh, and there's a close link to the president. And when they want to get their own way with, with certain things, you, you know, they have the president's ear um, yeah, they and, and they don't brothers. So yeah, they even get it. Yeah. They, they get it. So the, uh, the president won't be um, seeking reelection in the next term. Exactly. That is, that's how much control and power these, these people and then have. They're literally in the room, you know, picking out the next one. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It was like, who, who's going to be our choice? Because they control the media. Uh, and uh, as much as it's a, a kind of a Hamlet-esque sort of commentary on families and, and, and telling the truth and talking to each other, it's it's also um, like very reflective of kind of real world media and, and how it functions and, and works and how it can manipulate things. Is there, are there any of the siblings um, that stand out to you as um, like a like a good sibling or like one that you kind of prefer over the other or over the others? As a, a good sibling is an inter- interesting way to put it. I don't know if any of the <laughs> I don't know if any of the main three are are good. I, I you could I mean Connor's not you know really an an asshole. Um, he's just kind of you know, he's just kind of out in, in his own world, you know, doing his own thing. He's got a, an interesting juxtaposition because it's like kind of like coming into the show. He's, you know, kind of cut off, you know, from everything. And, you know, he's, you know, powerless, essentially, where everyone is trying to get, you know, power. I don't really ever remember if they explain why, you know, maybe he's just kind of a, you know, you know, too uh, silly so to speak. But then I, I feel like uh, at, at the end, you know, at the end of season three, you know, not to jump too far ahead yet, but um, everybody is kind of in, the, you know, the other siblings are right in that same spot. Yeah. Connor but, is um, right. Yeah. Connor, you, you know, if, if I had to pick one to kind of, you know, be, be, I don't know, be friends with is the right word. If I had to pick one that's, that there's a possibility of being a good person, <laughs> it's probably Connor. Yeah, I, th- I think Connor just lacks the kind of um, ruthlessness that the rest of them have for some reason. He's he's just not oh, quite on sure, that sure. on that on that scary level that that they are. Um, he's quite a sweet guy. He's played by Alan Ruck as well, who's like yes. mega famous. You know, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and um, he's in a Star Trek yeah, film as trying, well. Trying to run for president. Uh... Oh, that just, yeah, it just becomes bizarre. He He's so out of his depth, but he thinks he can run for, like, the biggest political office in the world, but, you know. And the he has a very strange relationship with someone who is not his girlfriend, but he mm. says is, isn't his, is his girlfriend, but she's... So it's a, she's a, she's a former call girl, or she might still be a call girl, I don't, don't remember yeah, they're. I'm trying to think if they're. I don't know if they're ever exclusive, but at, at the towards the end of season three, he, he makes a proposal, and she uh, she takes some time to think about it, and then just what you want to hear from you know your fiance, you know, at the end she's like, well, you know, why not? You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> screw it, yeah, fine. <laughs> 
so enthusiastic. <laughs> That's just absolutely bonkers. And then we have uh, Roman Roy, who's played by Kieran Culkin, um, which is nice to see. Didn't but know he Culkin is... had a brother. Oh, he didn't. Oh, okay. He's actually in Home Alone with Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, no, I, I looked him up. Yeah, he actually plays. Uh, he's Fuller, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. yeah I, I can. <laughs> I, I can see it. You know, I can see it now. But yeah, at the time. Yeah, it didn't, didn't click with me. <laughs> uh, and he actually plays this sort of really smarmy, wormy, horrible guy, very intelligent, um, but has this very, very strange relationship with his sister. Uh, yeah, it is a strange relationship with a couple people on the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Roman is... Uh... You're kind of like a little weaselly, you know? Is it Jerry? It's Jerry, isn't it? Jerry, who he yes, has a relationship yes. with. Jerry and Roman have a uh, oh, relationship of sorts with uh, images of genitalia, we'll say. Yes, and he sort of locks himself in a bathroom while she calls him a naughty boy, and he and pleasures he himself. That. Yeah. <laughs> And and that, yeah, that that really is one of his big uh, his big downfalls towards the end of season three when he, he's doing everything kind of right. You know, it's his time in, in the spotlight, and he gets uh, Logan right to uh, to sit down and have a uh, a meeting with Alexander Skarsgård's character. You know, who owns uh, Gojo, which is never really is kind of like this newer multimedia. You know, app that's got a great interface but doesn't really have the content. So they're thinking, you know, ATN, you know, you know, Waystar, you know, and, and that would be a good fix, a good mix rather. And uh, after Jerry, you know, texts him, you know, good job, Roman. He uh, he sends one of his one of his images over to her, but uh, accidentally sends it to uh, to good old dad. Yeah, and so he sends a picture of his of him of himself. Yeah. Um, to his father and his dad's like his dad already thinks he's got a bit of a screw loose and this just makes it so much worse yeah it's not good it's not good <laughs> it's not a good look so roman is then kind of shunned roman is out of the picture kendall has has gone like drug crazy and is kind of out connor's out because he's um just a bit floating a bit weird yeah, he's going to be president yeah, he's Connor. We'll just leave him over there. He lives on a strange ranch as well. It's all a really weird sort of ranch that's. It looks like a mud hut. I, I couldn't work it out. Yeah. Yeah, weird place over. I think they say it's over in New Mexico somewhere. Hmm. Yeah, he's just a. He's just a bit of a. He's a bit of a weird one, Connor. Bless him. Roman has just made the biggest. Please forgive the pun, but cock up of his life um, <laughs> by sending a picture of his own genitalia to his own father, uh, which is just ridiculous. And then we're kind of left with Shiv. Now, Shiv oh, has sure. worked in like the kind of political domain and has run people's campaigns for them, and she's very connected yes. there. She's actually not a part of the. Sorry, she's actually not a part of the company at the, at the beginning. She's kind of has a a unique vantage point as a. Um, and outside, you know, inside the family, but not actually, you know, working with, with Waystar. Yeah, exactly. So she's like a bit of an outsider. And, and she has to, they almost make her go through like the shitty management program to be able to succeed and, and, and achieve anything. 
and she feels like she should be fast tracked because you know she knows she she feels like she knows a lot about the business, but really she probably doesn't. But she's going to try her best to come across that way anyway. Um, I, I actually really like her relationship with with Tom. I think Tom is one of the the, the better yeah. characters, and yeah, I know my girlfriend like relationship. Did did tell? <laughs> well, I, I know. I I think that they're just they're scheming. Um, and th- it's a marriage of convenience. Tom is definitely benefiting from that marriage. There's nothing going Ship's way. Um, I think she did it to, you know, piss somebody off probably uh, by yeah, marrying. I was talking to somebody else um, about this. We, they're they're together, right? The, the pilot. We don't ever know how they kind of met up or, you know, how he. You know, there's anything about their relationship, you know, beforehand, do we? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think we, we find that out. Yeah, they're just together. Thomas trying to buy Logan a, a present for his birthday. I think Tom is actually quite, like, sweet at moments, but is such a, it, like, can be a really wormy guy as well. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah, Shiv, uh, towards the end of the the end of uh, season three, and they have that weird kind of uh, foreplay thing in, in the bedroom, and and Shiv is like, you know, you're, what is that? You're you're not good enough for me. You know, I don't love you. Oh man, that's, that's a creepy one to watch. Yeah, and and uh, it, just the the wedding day as well. Oh, oh, yes. get, when they go off and get married, and then when we move to the wedding night. It's and just then, you know, awkward right, as hell, isn't it? Right on your wedding night. Uh, hey, you know, dear, how about we have an open marriage, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and because she knows like that a, she can, you know, she can go out and, you know, you know, get something if she wants. You know, I don't, I don't know how many people are, you know, lining up for Tom. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, not, even, you know, it's, it's not like it's a, you know, mutually beneficial, you know, arrangement, so to speak. In that he really struggles with the concept when they have that night out as well, doesn't he? Because he's like, oh, there's there's like options for me here, but he he doesn't sort of follow through. He gets very, he becomes very awkward about it. All. Yeah, bless him. But I I do like him. I, I do think their relationship is actually quite entertaining. And when they're on screen together, you think they do have this this bond, but there's no love there. That the, there's there's no real love. It's all it's all for show somehow and tom is just doing absolutely everything he can to climb very quickly up up the ladder because he's just kind of like i guess money obsessed like he just wants yeah, to he just wants the, the power the prestige you know he wants to have some influence i mean he lo- you know we haven't talked about him yet but you know greg you know he, he loves to you know make greg eat you know a shit sandwich you know every time he sees him <laughs> well tell us about greg then so who who is Greg and um, what does he do? Yeah, so Greg actually starts when he starts in uh, in parks, doesn't he? And he is Logan's brother's grandson, uh, if yes. I believe. And uh, he somehow swings an invite to uh, Logan's birthday party, and you know, in the, in the beginning of the the episode, and um, he gets fired from from that job at, at Parks because I. I think he like throws up on a patron or something or something. I, I don't remember. But he, he was um, high, wasn't he? And then he is like sick on them or something. 
Yeah, that that sounds right. And so he he needs a job and and somehow gets a you know he, he gets it in there. You know you know through you know nepotism. So even so. Yeah, and he's a, a very kind of weedy kind of character, and and you want Greg to be like the the shining light of it all to come in and be yeah. this young, uninfluenced by their you know um, rich, powerful like kind of crazy lifestyle and you kind of want him to come in and be humble but he starts to fall into the traps and tom very much takes him under his wing um which their relationship is quite interesting as well especially when there's like a a shooting in the office remember that episode Mm -hmm. yeah and um like there's there's a lockdown in the in the building um because there's a shooting actually just one employee decides to, to to take their own life um, by the end of it, but they don't know that. And the dynamic between Tom and Greg is just, just nuts. You know, Tom thinks he should be in the, the kind of safe room that they have for the Y family, um, but Tom isn't isn't invited, uh, and isn't taken there automatically. And Greg ends up with him, and they're locked in like a computer room, and they've got a security guard with them, and they're just hoping for the best, really. And they're they're just a, they're a bizarre pairing as well, and just trying to stay out of prison for. Most of season yes. three. I think. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Tom wants to rate, you know, wants to go up the, the corporate ladder really quickly, and uh, the the ladder that that he's on happens to um, happens to be cruises, and there's a big, you know, big scandal that comes there, and uh, yeah, there's there's quite a period of time where we where Tom is looking like he's going to go to jail. He's doing constant uh, research on, on different you know, different facilities and stuff. And it's another interesting thing with him and, him and Shiv's relationship is, you know, Shiv does, she, she doesn't seem to give a crap. You know, she's like, can we just stop talking about this, please? Yeah, she she's not interested at all. But he's like, so there's been major cover-ups for, like, basically sexual assaults and stuff on the cruises. And Tom... Yeah somehow became part of it even even though he inherited the mess uh he he helped cover it all up to make the noise go away um and he did that for his own um you know personal gain really because if he did that it was like oh you climb the ladder a bit quickly um and then things start to get found out and he's very much you know putting his neck on the line for logan roy and he's saying i'll go to prison for you i'll do time for you but you know i kind of want something in return and Tom is a very kind of mild-mannered man, really, um, and won't survive in prison. And, yeah, it's very funny when he's looking up the, um, you know, the different facilities that he could end up in. And he talks about prison wine. He's like, you don't get wine in prison. So, <laughs> you know, and he's talking about And it's just crazy. Just like, I'm going to make my own hooch. And uh, it's just, oh, some of the stuff that he comes out with. I, I think it's Matthew Mc, McFadden, is it? Um, yeah. Uh, who is, I think, just plays him brilliantly um, and, and is a character that I would quite happily enjoy to watch um, uh, over any of the Roys, to be honest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Going maybe from from Tom maybe over to Logan, um, there's, there's one scene where, you know, uh, Tom is talking about Logan uh, to Kendall. Kendall's trying to get him over, you know, to his side because he's trying to, you know, wrestle the whole company away you know, from his father, and he, he's kind of line I always remember is, uh, you know, I've been around for a while, 
you know, and I've seen a lot, and I've seen you get fucked all the time, and I've never seen Logan get fucked once. So. <laughs> Which well, is true, sorry. yeah. Logan it, just always, uh, you know, he's, he's playing chess when they're all playing checkers. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And we like Logan has his wife as well, Marcia. So what Logan has um does he have a stroke? At the end of the pilot when they Yeah, yeah the so the um it's something so like kind that. Of fighting yeah. some kind of people. some kind of incident. So they're all fighting over like who's gonna gain power over the company because you know, he hasn't actually named an heir or like a rightful person to take over. And he ends up in like a, a small kind of coma because he's had this stroke and he's trying to recover. And he, he like, ultimately he does recover, but he comes back to work way too quickly. Uh, and it's, it's really awkward. He's, he hasn't quite got all his faculties and some weird stuff happen, like happens, like, like he just sort of pees in the corner and stuff like that. Just all these yeah, weird just pees things in the corner of Ken's office. Yep. Yeah, and just all these horrible things happen. And, and Marcia, who is his wife, um, tries to gain a little bit of control. Um, and uh, I, I, she's kind of an underplayed character, I think, because she holds a lot of the cards. You know, being the the wife of this this you know media mogul, but she also. Um, she doesn't appear to have, really have any power, but she seems to have kind of a hold over the all the siblings who, you know, don't really accept her as kind of, you know, part of the family. She's always this kind of outsider. Um, yeah, but she's holds, holds a lot more class than you Almost an outsider in the same way that uh, that, that uh, Connor is. You know, that yes. they you know, yeah. don't really have, you know, she's not their, you know, mom, and, you know, they just don't, don't have that same kind of connection definitely yeah she she's just she's quite an awkward character and we do meet the mum. i can't remember her name though you uh catherine i want to say it's catherine catherine she's yeah, over so in we, she's we, over in london uh she's in her her, isn't she she's going on her second at least second marriage towards the end of the, the third season that's right in it are they in italy for that I think they're in France, but it could be either. I, the location's not terribly important. <laughs> they're in a, a nice sunny place, and yes, yes they're, they're, they're there ready to get married. Um, and she kind of hates Logan as well, but she owns a percentage of the company, and she has an input into things, and it's all they're all very intertwined with each other. It's kind of like they need each other, but they all hate each other. So it, and, yes. and they would all feel better off if the others didn't exist. Um, and then there's moments where the company will go to Jerry or it will go to Frank. And, uh, you know, Frank is fired at one point and then he's brought back because he's like the trusted advisor. And it's just like all these crazy things happen. You just, you just, it's hard to keep up with if you're not paying attention. You really, you, I, th- I do feel like Succession is one of these programs that you, you kind of need to pay attention or you will miss something. You will miss yeah, I, like I still kind of mix up like Frank, and then there's somebody else named Hugo, and then uh, there's another. I feel like there's another Yesman somewhere. That's yeah. Funny, H- Hugo is Fisher Stevens, isn't it? He comes in later. That's yeah. I that's think. fired and brought back in multiple times. Like I think Frank might yeah. be fired, like in the pilot episode when they're playing baseball. 
Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they come uh, to, to play basketball. That's where you first see Roman, you know, especially being a dick, because I think he's like one of the little kids, one of the kids that's like working the, whose parent, I think, you know, work, works for a living. He's like, if you can, you know, kick this ball, I'll give you like $100,000 or something. And he just totally does it in, you know, in a completely like unfair way. Like there was no no chance for him to actually succeed. Um, and and yeah, so like Roman just kind of gets off on all that stuff. Yeah, they they make the family of the kids sign like a disclaimer. Like they give yeah. they give them they give them a watch, which I think Frank did. Frank buy Logan a watch, and yeah, that was the watch. Uh, I think it was the watch that Tom bought Logan for his, as his birthday present. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Tom clearly had no interest in it. Yeah, <laughs> he gives it to the little. <laughs> he did not care. It's like here's here's the gift. You can take it. Bye bye. <laughs> you know, this watch is worth quite a bit of money. You could sell it and do something with it. Okay. Going going back to Logan, uh, touching back on, on something from Logan real quick. Do you think um, he really won? Um, do you think that there is any one of his particular, you know, kids that he wants to have, you know, the company at this point? Does he? Do you think that he thinks any of them are, you know, good good enough to run it? You know, maybe a better better way to uh, propose the question. Well, I, I think he always thinks Shiv is probably good enough, but doesn't have the experience that the others have um, and knows that Roman has the experience, but not quite the right brain for it because he's too much of a, a bit of a weirdo. Um, so they're definitely the two that stand out to me. Like Kendall, I think, um, is the is the one that should inherit it. But I think Logan just always sees him as a a, a bit of a druggy fuck up, unfortunately. And uh, I think with Ken, yeah, Kendall, he he just never never thought that he had a you know that killer a killer instinct, that ruthlessness that we talked he, about. Yeah, earlier. exactly. He he hasn't really got that yeah that that edge about him and to. Although he he thinks about it for maybe a, a second at the uh, you know when when uh, he kind of turns the tables on them at at the end of season two. Um, you can see uh, Logan's got a, a little smile on his face, you know, acknowledging that he finally, you know, maybe maybe he has it. Yeah, definitely, exactly. Um, but uh, I, I think ultimately he doesn't. I think he, he actually is probably a bit too nice that deep down. You, you know, he, I think he builds this persona of trying to be a bit of an asshole, but it doesn't work. He, he's actually quite a nice guy, you know, inside. Um, he's probably a lot more like Connor than um, Logan would really want him to be, um, which is a shame. Uh, and Shiv and Roman are very similar. Shiv has got this like political background, so he's got the kind of the the way about her where she can she can kind of talk the talk, but she hasn't walked the walk yet. And so we need her to walk the walk before she can take over. And Roman has kind of done a bit of both, but is also re- really reckless. So he's likely to do something stupid and get himself in trouble. So um, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It'll be interesting to see where they where they go with it and, and where they take it off. So w- where do you think they'll go with it? Do you think it will end up with one of them? Or do you think someone like, because I always believe Greg would just come <laughs> from nowhere and inherit it all. And Logan will go, do you know what, Greg? You can have it because, you know, you are not one of my 
bitchy little children and I always kind of feel like Greg is this brilliant character that's just going to be a bumbling idiot that had no money that got fired from the management program for smoking drugs and then all of a sudden is running the whole company is speaking of Greg Greg's inheritance um you know he he uh he gets disinherited there doesn't he by by his grandfather he's going to give all of his 250 million to Greenpeace and then Greg is trying to figure out how to sue them for a, a number of episodes <laughs> which I just think is a delight. And then ends up uh, uh, towards the end of uh, season three, I, uh, possibly going on a date with a woman who is like eighth in line to be queen of, of Belgium or, or something. Yes. So I, I wouldn't pass, put it past Greg. He, he, could, uh, he could make some major moves. I, I think Greg has got it in him to, to suddenly inherit it not really know what the hell he's doing, but be at the top of this chain somehow. And he will use people like Tom as his, Tom will become his Frank. And, and I, I think he'll, he'll like keep him close. And then Shiv and Roman will just be just spending their life trying to kick him out or kill him, basically. That could certainly happen. You want to um, talk really quick on kind of where, where it is at, at this point, since we kind of, towards the, at the end of the, Season three, please go for it. Yeah, so at the end of at the end of the season, they're at um, they're at the three kids' uh, mother's wedding. Mother's getting married to a I don't know some some random guy. I don't really remember what he's do what he's doing. So they're at the wedding. I don't remember if we ever actually see it. At, at some point, they start talking on a on a beach, and Kendall confesses. Uh, you know, what, what he does at the end of, of season one to, you know, to them. And he kind of becomes unburdened and kind of almost leaves this kind of like catatonic state that he's been in for the past couple of years. And this whole time they're trying to acquire, like we said earlier, this company, uh, Gojo and Logan is having meetings with, uh, Matson, which is again, Alexander Skarsgård's character. And, you know, they're doing the business thing and should one acquire the other? Should they have, like, a, a merger? And uh, Shiv gets a call at, at the uh, what at the end that essentially Gojo is going to eat Waystar. And uh, for the kids, so they're, they're, you know, kind of screwed if that happens because, they, they, you know, they're left out in the wind with no protection. So the three of them, maybe for the, f the first time in the series, all kind of, you know, get together and, and are you know, have a similar, you know, interest, and they're going to try to take the company, they're going to try to prevent it from happening. Um, their mom in the divorce from Logan got uh, control of a holding company or something that basically they, Logan needs a super majority in order to have a, a shift of power, I think, outside the, uh, the Roy family, and, and they can block this. So they're going to, you know, go back, you know, confront him with this and just, you know, tell him that they, they can block it. Um, so they go in, and um, it's a really wonderful, kind of masterful scene. Um, Brian Cox is kind of is sitting down for the majority of it, if I remember, and is kind of giving, giving them a chance to kind of not, you know, you know, not do this to him, you know, prove that, you know, that they still, you know, are on his side. And he gives a couple extra chances to Roman, you know, who he's been working with, you know, the entire season. 
kind of says, you know, for, you know, Robin to get, you know, get Ken out of the room. And Robin is, you know, he's still intimidated. Um, you know, through it, you can tell that, you know, Logan still has a, you know, a, a way, you know, over all of them. But um, they eventually, they, they stand up to, you know, him, and they say that they're going to block it. And um, he says, basically, I've, I've got you fucked. I've got you beat. You know, you're playing toy soldiers, I, you know, I think he says. Um, he got wind of this, you know, coming from, from beforehand and uh, talked to the mother, and they re- reopened the divorce agreement. And uh, I believe it was he gave the, the new husband a flat in, Lo- in London or something and basically got, got that power back. And uh, kids are basically, they're, they're screwed. Yeah, exactly. And they're at a point now where they could be out. And if they're out, they're they're not protected by their billions anymore. They're they're literally just normal citizens from that point. So it's, it's a scary moment for them, uh, and definitely one where uh, you, you know they're showing a lot of concern now. Um, and it's kind of at a point where Kendall's at his lowest as well. He's just had that like drowning scare, hasn't he? Yeah. Well. He basically another one. Where are my kids? <laughs> he basically—it's <laughs> like he's got you know he's probably on drugs. He's got a Heineken or something face down on a, a floaty. <laughs> exactly, face down on a what we'd call a lilo, but a floaty in a pool, and his head is just like kind of off like the pillow edge, isn't it? And he's just face down in this pool, and he's just drowning himself basically and they think he's trying to commit suicide and yeah uh, and he hasn't he's just well he's well he's just taking too many drugs and um has ended up <laughs> face down in a swimming pool um and he's just at his lowest moment i remember they're kind of sitting by some dumpsters aren't they and they're like in the sand and dust and dirt and that's yeah. when they decide we're gonna go and get um Logan, and we're going to sort him out. Yeah, think, our father. I think that's to kind of juxtapose. You know, there, there's people kind of in the the background of that that scene. I think that's kind of juxtapose it against the the person that he had the, you know, the the incident with in in season one. You know, both being in the kind of service industry. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's but a perfect perfect point there as well. And what a what a great way to kind of finish off a season and and build us up ready for for the next one. So. I will watch the next one. So um, let's let's jump into some some judgments then. What we're, the main judgment that we've been doing with the Ultimate Ravens um, is kind of like the overall score of the the series. So from one to ten, what would you rate it, uh, and would you recommend it to other people to watch? You know, and maybe wait for you know another friend to tell them to watch it, and then they go and watch it. <laughs> uh, what what number would you uh, rate Succession? Um, hmm. one to ten. I'm I'm probably giving it a at least a. I'm probably giving it at least a nine. I just I think it's a brilliant show. Um, the only only thing it, it's a good thing about it, but it's it's kind of something that might not be for everybody. Is kind of all the you know you said you got to kind of be paying attention you know all the time you know to you know to everything and you know maybe that's you know not for everyone and and even for me I'll I'll you know I'll miss you know a thing you know here or there on it but um yeah I, I i would definitely give it a nine and then uh at some point here we, we got to talk about the theme song real quick or the not really a song but just the theme which is just kind of a one of my favorites <laughs> i think you mentioned this to me before as well that you maybe you mentioned it in the discord yeah i think I did. The theme song to it. 
just love the piano you know, of, of the, the opening. Yeah. Uh, so if I, I'm going to rate um, Succession. I'm going to give it a seven. It's an incredibly well put together TV show. Um, and it has some fantastic actors in it uh, and some amazing performances. But I find the program so stressful. I can't relax <laughs> when I watch it. It just makes me so stressed I, because I want good things to happen to, to even to shitty people. Yeah. I want Greg to like come off all right. I don't want Tom to go to prison. I want Connor to become the president. I want Kendall to get off drugs and be okay. I want Shiv to be happy and, you know, succeed in the company. I want Roman not to be a wormy, weasel, horrible character that sends pictures of his knob to his dad. You know, I want all these good things to happen to these people and nothing good happens to them. It's just bad thing after bad thing after bad thing and more shit heads their way and i find it really stressful and it just stresses me out so much and i get laughed at by everyone i've told this to as well laughed at me you're laughing at me and i just find it so stressful so i i I can't give it higher than a seven just on that rate basis alone (laughs) that's fair that's fair there's um there's are you are you a uh, game of thrones guy by any chance I, again, do you know what? Something that my girlfriend revisited recently and she finished the whole lot like in pretty quick succession. She did me proud. It was like, it was like watching me watch a TV show because she'd, she'd go away, she'd come back and then she'd be like, oh yeah, I'm on season three now. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Then she'd go away and she'd come back. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm in season six now. I'm like, Jesus, where did those three seasons go? Now I know what it's like for other people. Um, uh, so I've, I've watched up to season six so i watched all of season five and then kind of nothing beyond that but um, i know i I know what happens not not really not really a spoiler or anything but uh, yeah at one point there's a character that's like you know if you think this is going to have a happy ending you haven't been paying attention and it just kind of (laughs) (laughs) reminds me of how how you described it right there (laughs) yeah that yeah that is me i just if you if you think this is going to end well you're in the wrong place my friend (laughs) Well, Harrison, it's been an absolute pleasure to do this uh, episode with you. you uh, you're a brilliant Ultimate Raven, a great TV show oh, choice, so uh, and you're a, a fantastic Raven in general and founder of the Discord, of course. Um, so thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure just to have the, the kind of one-on-one time with you uh, and to talk about the TV show that you chose. So we are going to do Ravens on 3. Um, the last two Ultimate Ravens episodes I did... Uh, we did do a theme from the show um, and a, a form of impression from someone from the show. I think that's going to be quite difficult with Succession, but I'll let you choose. Um, hmm. I almost feel like you have to end it with like Ravens on three, Ravens on three, and you have to just you know tell somebody to like fuck off at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it, it, oh, that's the thing. Brian, Brian, Cotter, Logan Roy says, "Fuck off!" Just continue. A lot. All the time. All the time. <laughs> like, it just doesn't end. I am glad we brought that up, yes, because I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just constant. I'm glad we brought it up, and I'm glad it was now because he does just go, "Fuck off!" Oh, fuck, fuck! It's just all the time. It's just continuous. And basically, every other word is the F word. So we'll go. Um, should we do "fuck off" on three? I'm I'm down. Okay, let's do it. So we've got fuck off on three. Ready? One, two, three. Fuck off. Fuck off. off. <laughs>
Brilliant.